Warning! This podcast may contain naughty language, including the C-word. Listener discretion is advised. Said to the sound guy, Earth your mics. He was like, oh, fuck off. Hey, everybody, you've tuned to Shangles List, where we talk movies, music, trendy news, games, sports, current affairs, and anything else that pops into our brains. I am Dave Shingler, and... Come on in, sorry, but do Hey, Jumbo Jumbo, that's Cleon Bewley. Take flat passport jam nitty gritty because you're listening to the boy from Big Stoke on Trent City. This is Klinger Ding. Hi, what are you, Shingy? You all right? What? What? Bit of Shingler's List. Bit Shingler's uh, Go uh, name the name the song. Um, Oh, God, what was it called? This is... Jam Heart? Yeah. Is that what it was called? Yeah. But who sang it? I can tell you, Coolism. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's one of them tracks the... that you know, you know it. <laughs> <laughs> I never know the name anyway, anyway, it's been two weeks. It has, yeah. I did I did that quick half-hour show on my own, which was basically just me talking non-stop without taking a breath about all the things I wanted to talk to you about and not actually really giving that much of opinion let's, about anything. Let's let, um, let's talk that first, because DC was high... Uh, sorry, not the DC, the Comic-Con was yeah, that high was the in thing. that conversation that, realm. That happened, didn't it? But yeah. I've kind of forgot everything about that now. So the it's always useful. Marvel uh, announced... The, the Disney, Marvel, MCU announced everything for the next, like, three years or something? Yeah. Two years, three years? Yeah. So how Phase 4 is going to end, how, and then Phase 5, and then... The start of phase six. So we've got TV shows, um, trailers. We're we're there as well, and um, <laughs> and yeah, the, the, the there's all the good stuff. Was the, the day people the, were dressing up? The Avengers, <laughs> the Avengers movies were named. I do believe we got the the next two Avengers movies and the names of them. What are they um, called? I have no fucking idea. I knew <laughs> two weeks ago. I had notes, um, but uh, but now I've got no idea now. I, no. I, might, I might have even remembered last week, but it's been two weeks, Cleon. I've been, I've had, I've had things. Just keep filling for time. I'm on Google. I'm <laughs> going as fast as I can, mate. <laughs> things have happened since then, which we'll we'll probably get into at some point today, uh, regarding my head wobbling quite violently backwards and forwards. Um, so <laughs> I wasn't shaken by a British nanny or anything like that. It was so just, like... we've got Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Yeah, yeah, which I keep thinking is Rwanda. I've got to really creep away from that idea because sooner or later I'm going to be on a plane. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania? Quantumania, yeah. Quantumania, is that right? For the little wee man? So the fa- phase four ends with Black Panther. That's what that, that's Phase what four ends with Black Panther. Yeah. So then Ant-Man and the Wasp is the beginning of phase five. Uh, full. I've got the full. Yeah, the full list of releases so in then Marvel goes, Phase Fives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Yeah. Then you've got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, Secret Invasion as well. The Marvels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a cute story about a group of uh, uh, family. Blade. Oh, they reading Blade. Yeah, they got Blade as well. Captain America: New World Order. Ooh. Yeah, we've got um, season two of Loki. Uh, Agatha. Who was the character in um, WandaVision? Hold on, these are just the movies. Are you just going for movies? Just doing movies at the moment. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Thunderbolts. Yeah. Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Have you... I, I, oh, oh, God, I'm pressing pop-up windows here. That's Avengers the Kang Dynasty. All right, are we into phase... And then Avengers Secret Wars. Six. 
the multiverse saga and Marvel phase phase six. I'm scrolling here and, and the, this this web page. Whoever's written this web page wants shooting. And then you've got oh, yeah. the Loki, what if Hawkeye, Moon Knight, Miss Hulk. Then you've got Ma- She Hulk. Yeah, that's down. out. Um, not yeah. next week, isn't it? She Hulk. Next week, August seventeenth, twenty twenty two. They've they've changed it. They've changed the date. Um, I think 17th... Should... Is she not available for that date? Yeah, 17th was the original date. It's actually been changed to the 18th now, and um, it'll Sorry. be uh, on Thursdays instead of Wednesdays. Don't know why, but but yeah. So that's uh, next week. It's more for the Hulk fans. They prefer a Thursday. Mm. Who'd have thunk it? Who'd have thunk it? Uh, then we've got What If, the season two. Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. That's December. Secret Invasion. We've got a new series called Echo. Yeah, yeah. You supposed to say, what's it called? <laughs> Echo. Loki Series 2. Ironheart. Is that with Jon Snow? Yes. Is that the one? I think so, yeah. 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 Is that him walking into the Avengers world? Yeah. Because that looks like that was, spring 20... He was in Thing You Want to Hear, Eternals. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Daredevil Born Again. I love how we just say John Snow and we don't know his real name. No, I don't know who he I is. I don't know his real name at all. And Agatha, Coven of Chaos. Yeah, so that's the One Division spin-off. Is that the One Division spin-off? Yeah. And that is ev- and that has got loads of different movies in there and series that I will never watch. Yeah, it's a bit saturated, isn't it? Um, yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on there. I'm bored of it now. Uh, I mean, I'm still watching it. Um, you know, it's... I'll still work my way through it, but yeah, there's a lot going on, um, and and I'll be honest with you, you know, Eternals was wasn't very good, and as we already discussed, I like know, the Eternals. I you can tell I'm a DC fan. <laughs> I wasn't a massive fan of um, Multiverse of Madness or whatever it was called. I still Doctor got Strange one. I still don't know what that movie was going on about. Um, so yeah, but you know, we'll keep watching. We'll keep going through it. And uh, we'll is see there anything happens. in that list you're particularly looking forward to? Guardians of the Galaxy. I yeah. like the Guardians of the Galaxy films. I'm with you on that. So, I'm with you so, on yeah, that. I'll, I'll, be like, I'll be enjoying to see the, that arc end. Um, Loki, season two. Yeah, I, I, I look forward to that one as well. Uh, in, in all fairness, She-Hulk looks pretty fun. The trailer looks cool. So, um, so yeah, we'll just see what, <laughs> a couple, get a couple of episodes <laughs> in and see what happens, isn't it? Um, so another thing I was, I, I was chatting about was my Apple Plus TV subscription, which yes. was really funny because we spoke about it on the Sunday, and then on the Monday I got that email from um, Barclay Card, Barclay Card, yeah, yeah, saying have five months free Apple TV. I was like, just take okay. it, tell very much, just I love take that, it. Um, so yeah, we've we've been working our way through that. So we've we've watched um, watched a couple of things on there. Now I've watched that Slow Horses with Gary Oldman and the um, the series uh, Defending Jacob with um, Chris Evans. Chris Evans, um, yeah. not not Chris Evans from Don't Forget Your Toothbrush and TFI Friday. Chris, Chris Evans, Evans from, from Captain America. Captain America, and we'll like get onto that uh, ever so shortly as well. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> we, we'll do it now. We'll get it out of the way. So I watched Lightyear the other day. Yes. Did you not go to the cinema? To see that? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we went on to Disney Plus um, this week. Yeah. So we we watched it. Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, Good, I, isn't it. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. Now a few months ago, um, I said to me messies when it was announced that um, Chris Evans is going to be doing the voice of Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. And she went, oh, that's not going to work. 
And I was like, well, why why wouldn't it work? You know, he's got that like, you know, stand up American white bread kind of voice. It's yeah. it's gonna work perfectly. And she's looking at me dead confused. And I just he didn't click ages. I'm like, honestly, I don't know why you don't think that's gonna work. Like, I mean, I would love to have seen Tim Allen do it again, but um I'm like, but I don't understand why you don't think that's that's gonna work. I don't I don't get it. And after about 10, 15 minutes, I realized that she thought I was on about Chris Evans. Don't forget from, your toothbrush. Don't forget your toothbrush, Steve Arfriday. <laughs> Virgin Radio, Ginger. I was like, Ginger Evans. lad gone and got a Disney movie. How's he doing? What so, yeah. Smack. Yeah, no, not this that Chris TFI. Evans. Not that Chris Evans. <laughs> not 90s um, Chris Evans. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like you, enjoyed it. That's nothing really to elaborate on that. If you've not seen it and you've got Disney Plus, go watch it. It's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the only thing is five minutes, five minutes of the film, just getting used to it being. Chris Evans. Chris Evans yeah. That's the only yeah, thing I'll say about film, that entire movie. Mm. But it's good um, work. And we, we watched as well, staying on the animation thing, uh, there's an Apple Plus TV um, exclusive called Luck that came out on Friday. Mm. And that was really good as well. But it's not, obviously it's not Disney, it's not um, Pixar, but it's from the creators. It's some of the guys that used to work for Disney and Pixar uh, now work for this other animation studio and they yeah. were the brains behind this film which explains why it's really good in all fairness i think it's like some of them original guys from pixar yeah uh, who did like you know toy story bugs life and whatnot yeah. uh, started the new company and uh, and yeah that that's really cool it's, it's it's about a girl who has grown up in care and she's just not lucky she's plagued with bad luck and she finds a lucky penny and she gets all the luck and she's going to give it this penny to a little girl who's also in care and she hasn't been like adopted yet so she thinks she can give her the penny she'll get adopted get a forever home blah 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 but she loses the penny and she ends up in the world where luck's created and uh yeah it's it's a cool film i enjoyed it it's very it's very fun sounds Um, like joy yeah yeah it's it's good man um and with apple plus tv as well i'm really enjoying it um the the shows that are on there now obviously it hasn't got the massive library that netflix yeah not yet um and that even even um, amazon have got um one thing i've noticed about amazon is amazon seemed to get movies before netflix like on amazon prime not paid for that they get it before netflix and nobody knows yeah like the the hitman's bodyguard's the hitman's wife's bodyguard or whatever yeah the second yeah yeah the second one of, of them string of films went on to amazon prime i watched that ages ago yeah it went on months ago yeah. and it's only recently gone on netflix and like i've i've seen loads of things posted about it on social media i, oh, bet, this that, is... I bet that went on like, <clears throat> six months ago yeah but it, easy it's, it's not on prime anymore because like, it's on netflix but when things hit netflix people talk about them and it's like these programs are on other services and, and they get there first. I, I, you know, I think Netflix is going up in price again. I'm paying about 17 yeah. quid now. It's all it's going like, north, isn't it now? And I'm like, I don't know if it's worth it anymore. I mean, there's some good stuff on there. I've watched some good seasons. I've watched a couple of new things on there. But like when there's so much other content, you know, Amazon Prime, which I'm paying pennies for because I'm paying student rates still. Um, and it's, it's going to change that as soon. It's going to go price north. Uh, but like I say, Apple Plus, it hasn't got the library that Netflix or Prime have got. But the shows that are on there are really good. Um, and the one thing as well, which you'll know about because you are Apple uh, orientated, you know, 
uh, with your phones. I don't know if that sounded a bit insulting, that you are Apple No, 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 because you, you've used <laughs> Apple products for yeah, I like Apple. a long time. Watches um, and all that stuff. Now, you can't get an Apple TV Plus app for Android, but you can watch it through your browser. Yeah. However, I mean, I use Roku mainly now, mm-hmm. uh, little Roku boxes, and, the, and Apple TV Plus is on Roku. In the app, which I'd imagine will be the same for like anything that supports the Apple TV app, it's so smooth. Yeah, it's yeah, it so smooth, and everything just looks good, and it's smooth, and it's 4K, and it's just, it's so nice to actually have this interface. Um, it and, is like the iPhone. Yeah, yeah, the phones are the same, aren't they? It's just that I'm... they're dead nice. They're dead. They work really well. The case brilliant. The yeah, um, yeah. The, I mean, my my phone, actually speaking about it, you did a massive update last night. You know when when phones do that update yeah. where you wake up in the morning and you go, I don't know how to use my phone. Everything's changed. Everything has I've changed got one on due. it. I've been doing um, <laughs> And it just did it automatically last night. But I must admit, when you when I start like scrolling and flicking through, it's it looks like an apple. Everything's round yeah. and rounded edges and smooth and, and everything's flowing really nice. Like and um, and yeah, I can see why people are drawn to them. You know what I mean? It's very nice. It's a neat, yeah. It's easy, aesthetically pleasing. It's word. aesthetically pleasing and it's easy to use. Like yeah. my Mac, my phone, my watch, everything is all mm. exactly the same and exactly this. So it's all the same interface throughout everything. So yeah. the phone's yeah. the same as the laptop, the laptop's the same as the watch, and everything works in identically the same manner. I think they're brilliant, but that's mm. just me. Um, what, I will, what I will say, and I know I said this a couple of weeks ago, anybody who's thinking of trying a different service and they haven't got Apple TV+, Plus, it's a fiver for the month, just get it. Quite get it for the month, pay a fiver, and just have a f- I'm not endorsed by Apple or anything, but I'm really enjoying it. Um, like jobs. <laughs> good, good. Like, there's some really good music documentaries on there. There's good yeah. films. We watched a film called Finch with Tom Hanks. That's good. Was Nine Inch good. Nails music documentary. Um, on that. You know, I'm watching this series called 1971, which is all about music uh, from that era, um, which is really good. Do you know what I watched? Speaking of that, Go and on. speaking of watching um, music documentaries, have you watched Woodstock '99? Binge watched it the other morning. I binge watched that in one night. Um, the whole thing start to finish. Let's have a bit of it. Has anybody who's listening to this had a watch on Netflix? Yeah. Of a program called Woodstock '99, which is a running documentary of the weekend of the relaunch of Woodstock. Yeah. Uh, when they brought it into, let's say, my generation, 1999, 99, I was 18, yeah, 19. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, well, this is what happened when they gave it to us. <laughs> one thing one thing in the, in the show, because when I started watching it, um, I mean, I, I put it on it. It was about half oh, five in the morning and I hadn't slept. Mm. Uh, I got up and then I went back to bed. And I'm like, oh, I'm not, I'm not, I can't go back to sleep. Yeah. And, and I thought, I'll just put TV on. And then it was like, oh, it's, that, this has come on like... Um, and I forgot that it was coming on. I was like, I'll put this on, I'll watch this. I just watched it all back to back, like um, in, in the morning. And one of the things I thought, as it was as it was in the introduction, it was going through, we were talking about 99 and relaunching Woodstock and this, that and the other. And my head's going, I swear there was a Woodstock 94. And it very, very briefly touched on Woodstock 94. They'd yeah. already done it five years earlier. Um, and... They, they didn't really talk about it in the documentary. They just said, yeah, we did it in 94. It made no money. 
Yeah, it that was, was a bit it. of a failure. And then it was... One of the things I do remember about 94 uh, was it was a mud bath. And uh, if, if you... I'm sure all this is on YouTube, but there's a scene... There's a bit where Green Day are playing and people start launching mud onto the stage and uh, they're literally like... Billy Joe's like dodging these mud bombs and one of them... The mud comes flying. He reaches his hand out, catches it, and then just puts it in his mouth. And just stands there <laughs> with his mud in his mouth. And Nine Inch Nails, I think they headlined, or they could have been main support. And they came out on stage head to toe drenched in mud. They'd been, and they just did some mud sliding backstage, and they covered themselves in mud, and then went out on stage. Just so that they were like with as one with as the crowd, one with the crowd, like and uh, and apparently it really changed the mood and everybody got into it and it settled everybody down. Seeing Nine Inch Nails like that, but but yeah, it made absolutely no money. Uh, Woodstock '94 didn't. So yeah, Woodstock '99. This three part documentary on Netflix about the travesty that was Woodstock '99 and and where it all went wrong. I already knew this story. <laughs> I'd already seen. I'd forgot about said story. I forgot about said story of Woodstock '99 because growing up, it was the one festival mm. that was the um, legendary. You should. You needed to get to this festival in your lifetime, and nobody got there. It was the festival people spoke of as we were twenty, twenty-one, mm. twenty-two. This one night in '99. Go on, I'll let you carry on walking. It was induced. just like. When it was set up on like an old airbase, yeah, um, and not in not in a field, right, and 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 it was just so poorly like organized, really. Or was it poorly organized? You know what I mean? Or did they organize it with the, with the intent of making as much money as they possibly could out of everybody who was there? It was a burning hot weekend, and on the way in, this is your first thing. Like this is the first thing where you go, "Hang on a minute." On, I've been to festivals. Your bags get checked. Some yeah. things you're not allowed to take in with you, right? But water, you can take water into a music festival with you. Yeah. And the bags that they were having water taken out of the bags. Now this was a, a burning hot weekend. Mm. The people were dehydrating. You know what I mean? And you, know, you need that water. So all that was taken off, and they had to buy water or use the water fountains that were in there, which were shown to be contaminated. Yeah. Um, and. And it just ended up like everybody getting pissed off. And that that was that was the, the whole thing with the festival, you know. I mean, you get through day one where you realise all the food's expensive, all the drinks expensive. It's burning hot. There's nowhere for you to shade. Uh, it's literally full of jocks and frat boys, and um, you know, typical. No offence to um, any of our American listeners, but typical like. Your American jock. Your American jock, like, spring break! Kind yeah. of like, you know... Um, Raw 50 beers smashing my face! Yeah, the, the kind of thing you see on, like, teen, American teen movies, like yeah, yeah. Um, um, American Pie and things like that, you know what yeah. I mean? Uh, the football-playing jocks and whatnot. Full, full, full of them. Yeah, 250,000 <laughs> yeah. of them. And it was just a recipe for disaster, which ended up in people being hospitalised. It ended up in, in assault. It ended up Rape. in rapes. You know what I mean? Um, and and just a horrible, horrible thing. And one of the things that he always always gets spoken about is Limp Biscuit's performance. <laughs> now, the thing about Limp Biscuit was... Which, I've got to say, was my favourite performance, of, performance of the weekend. It was the best performance of the weekend. But, however, Fred Durst is not the type of person. He's, he's the working man's 
rock star, you know what I mean? He comes from that that them people. He comes from that that kind of thing. And he's not going to calm the crowd down one little bit. He's going to rile them up and rile them up and rile them up. And that's what he did. Um, I'm sure he wasn't the only person to do that that weekend, but he, he's the scapegoat. Did, did, I, I, you know what I mean? I'm sorry. I, I, I disagreed with everyone calling him the scapegoat. Now, if you run, he didn't make the songs up off the top of his head. Hmm. They weren't a song where he went on stage and thought to himself, right, I'm just going to put these lyrics together now in my head in order to spur the crowd on. Yeah. That wasn't. The songs were already written. The set list mm-hmm. was a pre-written set list. And you've got to think as well, Fred Durst at the time and, and Lent Biscuit around 99, they were huge in they America. Were, they were one of the biggest it, bands, it, like, and they were just... Because, hey, that's all the world has ever seen lately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they, was he... When, when, when did um, The Mission Impossible... Films it was all around that time. It was around that time. It's was it early around. 2000s? Yeah, for it's the, all around for, that For time. like, take a look around. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so, uh, th- this band's massive. Limp Bizkit are massive. Everybody's there to see them. Everybody's pumped up to see them. Fred Durst gets the crowd pumped, which, you know, in turn ends, ends up in just them tearing the place apart. 2000. And, yeah, so it's just before, like, the massive over here. Mm-hmm. But, you know the the metal scene, the skater scene, and whatnot over in this country would have would have known about them. Yeah. Um, and, and and yeah, so the whole documentary, it is a. I already knew of the the controversy surrounding Woodstock '99, but it's a real eye opener to how bad it actually was and how good Limp Bizkit are live. Yeah, they're very good live. I mean, even now they did the did they do Coachella? I think it was Coachella where Fred Durst came out dressed like your granddad. Did he? Yeah, yeah, it was ace. Um, I, I'm, I like Limp Bizkit and I've always been a Limp Bizkit fan. And they're good live. You know, people, people take the mech out of me for liking Limp Bizkit, I, but you know what I mean. I, I like them. I like them a lot. And they, but, they came out and did Coachella. I think it was there. Yeah, this year. And he, he came out dressed like, you know, your old, an old dad or your granddad. You know what I mean. He had. You know the the, the, the trousers, on. the car, the trousers. He had grey hair. He had a moustache, a Mac. You know, and 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 it was cool. And the new album that came out this year is really good as well. They had a little period somewhere in the middle where the albums weren't as good. Is that when they fell out with Eminem and everyone? I think that's when. Yeah, the, the albums without without Wes Borland, um, they're all right, but they're not brilliant. Yeah. Um, but you know, now he's back in the band, and yeah, I. Say what you want. I like them. It's it's one of them. I like good how, live as well. I like how the insinuated to Limp Biscuit to can we calm the crowd down a little bit and that rushed Fred Durst into crowd surfing on a piece on of a plastic. Piece of, piece of, yeah, wooden whilst board, he was going, he was doing the gig. Good though. Mm. I'm not being nasty. If you can do that while the crowd carries you and you're singing through your radio mic and you're in tune, you mm. are doing bloody well as a singer in a stadium. Not a stadium gig. What's it called? Oh, it's a it's a festival. It's, it's a festival, and a, festival. with two, holding a hundred and fifty people all bouncing at the same time. The one thing that really made me laugh was during the Red Hot Chili Pepper on the third day, yeah, when they'd set fire to everything, and they said to the Red Hot Chili Peppers, "Can you calm the crowd down a little bit?" And they played Jimi Hendrix's hit song "Fire." Yeah, let me stand next to your fire. Well, what fucking... and, that, and that was on purpose. They even said. The thing is, though, the guy... Can you play something that'll calm him down? The guy who organised Woodstock, whose name completely disappears out of my head now, I think he was still living in 1969, 
And I think he was still living in this peace and love era because the weekend that you've just had and it's the last (laughs) night and they give fucking candles out to the whole crowd (laughs) to hold a vigil for school shootings. It's like, uh, what? You know, people have already left at this point because it's like, this is just a shit show. It's too far. The toilets Um, have leaked everywhere. Everybody's ill. Everybody's fighting. It's just wrong. Hand out fucking. We're going to hand out candles. Every every we're gonna, single. We're going to do what? Every single person involved in the promotion of and running of Woodstock '99 should have been prosecuted, uh, if you ask me. But how how can you um um what's the word I'm looking for? Um, how prosecute you, everyone. How can you deal with that? Yeah, you yeah. Just yeah. prosecute the kid, the organizer. <clears throat> um, Brilliant! It looked yeah. like a mega festival. I'll ask you this. A time machine, would you go? Yeah, yeah, and a heart 100%. Did you see that mosh pit? Yeah, 100%. I would go. Um, but the difference is, and I'm gonna use the cliche, I'm a you know, I'm a, I'm a straight white male, you know what I mean? There's, there's no chance of me getting probably no chance of me getting assaulted in a Limp Biscuit mosh pit. I'm, I'm gonna be moshing, you know what I mean? So, I, I, I would have no fear going to a festival like that, no. you know, I'd be tired, but. If it was 1999, I'd be young enough to not be tired. You know I'd what I mean? Probably drive to and from venue. I don't know um, if I'd stay there. Yeah, I don't know if that was an option, to be honest with you, or whether you, whether it was all all camping. Mm. Um, it's got to be a town nearby. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I'd fucking go. I'd go like that. They see the fucking lineup. Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'd go. I was sitting there, and the good lady wife says to me, she says, "If you could go this festival right now." Would you go? And I went in a heartbeat. Yeah. I've said honestly. She went, you knock on. I went, yeah, go get Dave on the way. Cheryl Crow, Limp Biscuit, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Cheryl Coke got hit with a, what did she get hit with? Oh, I don't know. I think it was a bottle thrown through the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Crow. Bloody, um, <laughs> and even Kid Rock and all fairness, I'd watch Kid Rock. Yeah, I would have watched all of that. <laughs> it was just, but to be honest, it was a really bad lineup. For the audience that were watching, mm. for the jocks, for the charged energy, it was just a bad lineup. Do you know there was too much testosterone in that lineup? Not, um, not to the extent of Woodstock '99, but I've experienced a festival where everything was just everything was just a little bit like there's a bad atmosphere here. Yeah, and it was Leeds Festival 2005. Mm. I only went for the day, um, and I think the problem with Reading and Leeds at the time was it was such a mixed festival. You had metal bands and indie bands and alternative bands. It wasn't like one theme. So then you messed like, people around. Like when you went V Festival, which I don't think is a thing anymore. V Festival, you, you're watching indie bands, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're going to be watching your Paul Wallers. Your, but um, they theme it at V, yeah. don't they? They have like a day yeah. where it's your loafer wearers who wear your bucket hats and your hmm. green cagoules and that type of stuff. And then tomorrow it's rockers. Yeah, so Dress it, accordingly. It's, but you you know what you're getting, you know. I mean, you go to Download Festival, you know, it's a metal festival. You you watch your metal bands. There might be some metal bands that aren't as hard as other metal bands, but it's a metal festival. Yeah, you know what I mean. You go to V, it was an indie festival. Yeah, Reading and Leeds, it was such a mishmash of bands, and the crowd was so mixed, and it just felt like anything could kick off at any moment, and it was a really uneasy feeling. I didn't like it at all. Um, you know, I'm glad I was only there for the day and not the weekend. Um, yeah, I mean, the bands were good. It, it was, it was. All, I say the bands were good. 
I saw Incubus, and they really disappointed me. They were just a bit... Did they ask if you bit, were in? A bit boring. I don't know. I cut off halfway through. I was like, these are really boring. Marilyn Manson was on. And I, as much as I don't like, particularly like Marilyn Manson's music, I thought, well, he's going to put a show on. It's Marilyn Manson. Nah. Is it nah, crap? it was crap. He was absolutely crap. Not even any, like, chainsaws or nothing, nothing on the stage. Nothing. No, it was Sparkles. He, he was on stilts, and he had crutches to hold himself up, and he was lifting his crutches up like that and pointing out at the crowd while he was singing. That was it. Yeah. It was really bad. I made a headline. That's why I was there. They so were he, looked like, he looked like a kind of a, a gothic mishmash of... Yeah. yeah it no, was weird. Just... It was weird. Um, speaking of Kid Rock, uh, Kid Rock appeared... <laughs> were we speaking about Kid Rock? On, for, for the Woodstock. Oh, thing. right, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, we went from Kid Rock to Bad Atmospheres and Leeds, anyway. Um, Kid Rock made an appearance at um, SummerSlam last week. And the very next night, he made an appearance at the pay-per-view available on Fight TV, Ric Flair's last match. Can you see the, um, uh, the amount of effort they put into creating a title for this pay-per-view? Rick Flair's Rick last Flair's match. match. That, that's oh, what the paper was before we, before we before we walk down the Rick Flair's last. Going to be match, very quick, by the way. How good's Logan Paul at wrestling? Uh, he was yeah, he was very good. Uh, um, he was when he had, yeah. I was like, oh, you are so. Yeah, but, I was gutted he was good at wrestling. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, I I always thought because he's done stuff with WWE before, and I've always thought as much as he's he's a bit of an annoying twat. Um, He's perfect for WWE. He is. He's the perfect character for WWE. He really, really is. You've got to work on his mic skills. Yeah. Work on the mic skills. But he's pretty much there. Yeah. Get some, you know, get really hardcore him down at the performance center. Get all that in ring. Get it down to a T. You could have another Miz on your hands there. You know what I mean? I think he's better than Miz. The Miz came from reality TV. Nobody liked him. There's a lot of people who still don't like him. Yeah. But. How long has he been there? And he's put the work in. He's put the work in. He's put the effort in. If you ask me, the Miz has earned his place um, in in the WWE Hall of Fame. When he retires, he has earned his place in that Hall of Fame. Yeah, I agree. And yeah, he's had some bad matches, but not very often. You know what I mean? There was a they did a match a few years ago. It was Dolph Ziggler versus the Miz, and it was if Ziggler loses, he has to retire one of the best wrestling matches you will ever watch it was phenomenal pair of them were just perfect mm. the miz is such a good character um and he's he's a really good bad guy and then when he has to change he can be a really good good guy as well he's a perfect bad guy in all fairness um and he did this run with the u.s title a few years ago that was amazing uh, but logan paul could be another miz he could yeah. be this generation he's come, from the, same, he's come yeah. from the same place but i think he's better than miz um I think he's more likable than okay, Miz. Okay, yeah. I think he's more of a likable character than Miz. I think he's better on the mic than Miz. Well, I'll, I'll be honest with you. You know, I've made this clear many times. You know, I've stopped watching WWE and I've stopped watching weekly WWE television just it. because it um, it was rubbish. It was really rubbish. And ah. n- now you've got all this controversy with Vince McMahon and now he's retired. Um, Triple H has taken the reins. Stephanie's become co-CEO with um, Nick Khan but Triple H is now head of creative Um, and literally apparently he just went right and he just started making changes Smackdown 
Um, Killer Cross, t- well, Carrion Cross, as he is in WWE, Killer Cross turned up. Killer Cross got fired a few months back. Well, they got released. This yeah. wave of releases. He was brilliant in NXT, brilliant on the indie scene, brilliant in NXT. They bring him up to the main roster, and he comes out dressed in some kind of leather Viking hat and thing. I don't know, it was weird. And then we never saw him again. Then he was released. Yeah. Um, Killer Cross, he went to MLW. Vince. Um, yeah. <laughs> He went to MLW, he um, he performed, uh, he wrestled on the Ric Flair's last match um, pay-per-view um, against uh, Harry Smith, uh, David Boy Smith Jr. Um, and then Friday, he appears on SmackDown. Triple H phones him up, you want your job back? And literally thrown straight into the main event, which is where he deserves to be. He's brilliant. Well, the pie- Destroys Drew McIntyre, and then he's, he's the bird that he's with, um, Scarlet. Scarlet? Bordeaux, I want to say, puts the he's got this hourglass thing that he puts in front of his, you know, next opponents like you know your time's ticking. Like mm. she puts that in front of Roman Reigns, boom, straight into a main event picture. You know, Liv Morgan's got the one of the women's belts. She had it anyway, granted. Um, who wins the the battle royal for to face Liv Morgan in Wales, wherever? Some things in Cardiff, the next pay per view. Um, Shayna Baszler, another one of Triple H's um, Logan Paul wrestlers from. NXT, Shayna Baszler getting that getting that shot. Uh, Vince McMahon with Logan Paul was a no. <clears throat> um, Vince uh, Triple H went yes. So make it so. Now, now that this is a thing, now that things are changing, I am very much interested to see what happens with the WWE now. Um, and I, you know, I'll, I will start to try and get back into it you know what i mean i'm a couple of weeks behind an AEW. that's still it's still AEW. it's still as good as ever um i am um, got back into it by doing the youtube reel yeah i catch everything in shorts now yeah. i don't watch anything no more in its totality everything's been bite-sized for me so i was catching up on that and i just saw logan paul do a backflip mm-hmm. and i just um eddie guerrero don't do the front Frog, yeah. frog splash, sorry. Um, and I just kind of went, is that Logan Paul? That looked brilliant. You know, when you can mm-hmm. just see technique. Yeah. He looked like Eddie Guerrero uh, when he did that across the ring. And I just went, bloody hell. And then I zoomed in, zo- and then again, and again, and again. And then I got into the storyline, started listening to it much. But yeah, he looks, yeah. looks pretty good. It's going to be, he's going to be. When SummerSlam, has that just happened? It just happens. So, SummerSlam. who won Logan? Yeah. Or did Miz win? No, they put Logan Paul over. Was it a good match? I didn't watch all of it, I only caught highlights. Um but uh, from what I've seen, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was worth watching. Good. You know I mean? Um I rate him. Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns tore the place apart, uh, from what I can see from watching some highlights. Uh, did they? Which yeah. Which uh, Brock Lesnar turned up in a bloody um digger. In a digger. In a big, big digger. And then at the end of the night, he, he got the digger under the ring and, and flipped the ring. <laughs> oh. Yeah, because he's, he's nuts. Um, but, yeah, it looks like it was good. It looked like SummerSlam was really good. I haven't watched the whole thing. I might give it a go. You know what I mean? I've got Who won? Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. That's um, why Brock flipped the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah, like I say, you know, uh, Killer Cross, Carrying Cross, Killer Cross. He'll be carrying cross in WWE. He's now thrown into this main event picture, which is just like fucking ace. That's ace. Um, and I just hope it goes that way. I hope these guys that weren't getting opportunities under Vince are now going to get the opportunities they deserved. Um, and people who got released yeah. 
will see an opportunity to to go back. But it's guys like um, um, Adam Cole who went from Ring of Honor, New Japan to NXT was massive in NXT. He carried NXT, um, you know, while he was there, and then when it was time for him to move up to the main roster. Vince had these ideas for him where he'd, he would be a manager instead of a wrestler and he just didn't sign. He let his contract run out, which apparently in the back, in the office, they didn't realise that his contract was, was ending. Um, so they were going to lose him. But then he said he would he would do like another 30-day rolling contract thing so he could stay till SummerSlam weekend yeah. um, to, to finish the storyline, like which he didn't have to do. And he was like, yeah, well, I'll stay, I'll do that. We'll do the storyline, we'll get everything done. Um, like a gesture of goodwill thing. And then he just signed with AEW. He moved and went to AEW because he would have more opportunity in AEW, plus all his friends are there. Uh, but now, now that Triple H has got the reins in, in WWE, and Adam Cole is, you know, he's a Triple H guy, and there's so much opportunity for these wrestlers that left or got released, signed with AEW, to now go back. Because they're all ex-NXTs, most yeah. of them. and they can go back. Triple H loves them. They'll get thrown straight into the main event picture. Um, so I would imagine Tony Khan in AEW is probably shitting himself a little bit at the moment. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to have an AEW at this moment. Don't get me wrong, they're all tied into long-term contracts, so they're not going anywhere yet, but 2024 is not that lot far away. No, it's not. <laughs> you know no, I mean? it's not. Um, very quickly, Ric Flair's last match. Uh, yes. The card was good. Some good matches on the card. Like, um, you know, like I say, uh, Killer Cross and uh, and Davy Boy Smith Jr. That was a good match. Like they had some tag team stuff on there. Um, it was it was a it was a good good event. Um, and the main event was Ric Flair in his last match teaming up with his son-in-law Andrade Al Idolo. Um, on Andrade Al Idolo um, against Andrade Al Andrade Al Idolo. That's his son-in-law's son-in-law. Name. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, uh, against Jeff Jarrett, for some reason, Jeff and um, uh, Jay Lethal, which I think the Ric Flair uh, Jay Lethal thing is, is brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I tell you, fucking what, man, Jeff Jarrett played the perfect carny heel. He was fucking amazing. Um, so good at being the bad guy. I'd forgotten how good Jeff Jarrett was at being the bad guy. It was it was awesome to watch. Um, Ric Flair starts the match. The guy is seventy something years old and he can barely move. He's got his art doesn't work. Um, he should never have been in that ring yeah. at all. Um, but it was fun. He was doing the old Ric Flair styling profiling thing, and it was cool and it was fun. He had the old big gold belt with him. And they got into the match. The match went 20-something minutes, and oh. oh, Rick was dead come the end of it. Um, it got to the point where it was just... It wasn't very nice to watch. It was just, he... He couldn't move. He, I mean, he did He did the blading, and he was covered in blood. That was just all part of the show. He couldn't move. I was hoping that Andrade and Jay Lethal would do the bulk of the bumps and everything, but it really was focused around Rick. And it got to the point where they got him in the ring and Jeff Jarrett was setting him up for some kind of top rope move and he had to lift him up, put him on the top rope. And Ric Flair's dead weight. He doesn't know where he is. He doesn't know what's going on. And you hear Jeff Jarrett say, don't worry, buddy, I've got you. 
this is to Rick, the guy he's meant to be fighting, you know what I mean? He's like, don't worry, I've got you. And he lifts him up. He has to proper pick him up with all his strength, put him on the top rope. Next thing you know, Jay Lethal's jumped up on the on the rope, and, he, and he's looking, tags himself in, and I think this was just a shooter, you know, in the moment. Um, it was an audible, as they call it. He's calling it an audible yeah, yeah, when yeah, they yeah. change the match. Like, tags himself in, comes in, and he literally takes him off the top rope. He just takes him off, and he's like, no, we're not doing that that move at all. Yeah. And he just does some basic stuff. Um, he had family members in the, on the front row. Comrade Thompson throws, who's his other son-in-law, throws Andrade brass knuckles. Brass knuckle, uh, Andrade gives them to Rick. Rick can't get them on his fingers. His hands are just shaking. He can't get them on. Andrade has to sit him up, put the knucks on, and then Rick Flair manages to get up punch Jeff Jarrett and puts him in a figure four but there's no effort in it he gets him in this figure four and then he just collapses both of them are just lying flat so the ref just pins it just counts one two three Ric Flair and Andrade get the win um and then they do this speech thing at the end and and Rick's like you know thank you for everybody for coming out I hope you enjoyed it I can't remember it <laughs> I don't remember it uh, Undertaker was ringside, Mick Foley was ringside, Bret Hart was ringside. You could see Undertaker was like... Undertaker loves him, doesn't he? Should never have been in there. Um, he didn't know where he was. He, Andrade like carried him basically up back up the ramp. It was horrible. I'm, I'm glad he's done it, and I'm glad he's got it out of his system, and I'm glad he's got paid, if that's why he was doing it, yeah. for a payday, but... I never want to see that ever again. No, One no, no, you're done now, mate. One of my favourite wrestlers of all time, the best in the world. You're done. Um, don't ever let me see that again, ever. Mm. Like, should let never, an old guy work. Should let never have wrestled after WrestleMania with Shawn Michaels. Should have called it then. Shawn Michaels carried him through that match, and then he. he don't get me wrong. He that went, was the WWE calling it. Yeah, that was them going. You're too old for us now, mate. We can't ensure you no more. Don't get me wrong. It's like you know he had some. Good, he did have a good run in TNA after that, like, but he had a couple of good matches, a couple of good things, runs with Mick Foley and, and Jake Lethal and whatnot. But no, that was. Bear in mind that was like what 10, 12, 15. 15. Years ago or something like that, I don't know. Um, you no, know, I never want to see that again. No. I would love to see Ric Flair back in the WWE. I would love to see him I wouldn't, being a, a manager. I'd love no. to see him accompanying people. I, fuck it, I, he can't talk properly anymore, but I no. still love it. Every now and again in WWE when he's WrestleMania once a year, wheel him out, let him have a wave and wheel walk, him back off again. Walk around the ring, a couple of low blows, yeah. you know, being the bad guy. And between the legs as he's Fine. walking. Do you Do get what I mean? That. The old men around the corner being... What's that? Um, what's that wrestling match where they're all outside the ring? Lumberjack. Lumberjack match. You can be a lumberjack. Yeah, but don't ever do that match. But again, don't Rick. get back in the ring Please. again. Anyway, women's, that's women's football. Women's football. Hell mm. no. Let's not talk about women's football. What happened this weekend was much more interesting than women's football. It was the return of the men's Premier League. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. We may have spoke about having a lovely little talk about women's football, etc. But unfortunately, the men's football is back and it has taken over and it started all on Friday night. Now, who played on Friday night? I now, hear you tell. Fingers clear, right? Yes. If we're, if we're doing it properly, yes. it didn't start this weekend. It started last weekend started. with the English Football League. No, 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 yeah. it didn't start last weekend. Yes. The, it did. 
he did start last weekend, he did. didn't he? Dave? Yeah, yeah. So we go, we go back a week. Just because your beloved team didn't start till this weekend doesn't mean just because the world doesn't start for you <laughs> until this weekend, Cleon, doesn't mean that it must start in exactly the same manner for everybody else. Well, let me talk about the first weekend. So. We can going really, back, we can going really back to Saturday, the 30th of July, we had our local teams kicking in yeah. with their first game. Now, of course, obviously, Stoke are in the championship that higher up. We'll start off with Stoke City. Stoke City were away to Millwall in their first game of the season, and they lost 2-0. That was two goals with Ryan Creswell, and that was a great catch-up for Stoke's first match of the season. Um, for Port Vale's first game of the season, newly promoted Port Vale at home to Fleetwood, they got a 2-1 win at Vale Park. They did, they did, that happened. Which was fantastic. I think you just wanted to talk about Vale's 2-1 win with goals from Smith and Hall and a, well, Fleetwood opened up the scoring. Did you know that on six minutes? Yeah, yeah, batting? they did, yeah. Vale scored like within the space of two, like two minutes of each, of each other, didn't they? The goals. Yeah, they did. Yeah, um, it was a good, a great start for Port Vale um, as they move into their new league, which is Division One, Division Two, League League One, League One. One. League anyway, it's not the nineties anymore, Cleon. League One. <laughs> I don't know. I do think there's going to be. I, th- I think if Vale can build on where they are, we might have an assault on Stoke City, but let's see for now. Anyway. Friday marked the return back of the Premier League with an opening fixture of... Can we, sorry, can we just just say where they are in the leagues as well now? What, where just... Vale and Stoke are in the league? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they've only played two games. Yeah, I know, but um, <laughs> in, in the space of them two games, they've gone from... I made the joke, didn't I, that they're only four places apart. <laughs> oh, hold on a minute, don't get too cocky. Yeah. Think, we haven't done yesterday's results yet. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're only, they're only uh, two... Um, two uh, for, for uh, they were apart. at that moment. They were at that moment, but now now they're not because like the opposite happened for for, the, for this weekend's games. Uh, but Stoke sitting comfortably in the middle of of uh, yeah of, of the championship, and uh, Vale have dropped from fourth to seventeenth. So, yeah, uh, that's what happens when you get battered four 0 away to Exeter. Anyway, Premiership. Claire. Anyway, oh, now you want now you want to talk yeah, about the Premiership, yeah, not less today's goal scoring. Right. Yeah. Uh, we started off with Chelsea versus Arsenal. Um, I I thought, sorry, Crystal Palace versus Arsenal. I was going to say. And I thought Crystal Palace were going to come out the blocks a little bit harder than what they did. Um, they were a bit slow. Um, however, Mikel Arteta said, Arsenal side looked hungry. And I believe he was right. They looked hungry, they looked fit, and they looked energetic. And I think Arsenal again have a good season this season. Mm-hmm. Just from what they look like. Oh, they might. They might do an Arsenal. They might do an Arsenal, yeah. yeah. They might do an Arsenal. Then the full then the full fixture list was out on Saturday and we kicked off with Fulham versus Liverpool or newly repo- newly promoted Fulham away to Liverpool uh, at home to Liverpool, sorry. Fulham 2 Liverpool nil. I was quite no, shocked two. Liverpool, sorry. Two, two. Fulham 2 Liverpool 2. Sorry, Liverpool had to come from behind twice to get on level scores. Mm. Away at Fulham. Brilliant game for Alexander Mitrovic. Who scored both the goals at Liverpool, former Newcastle player? We then had, excuse me, hiccups. We then had Bournemouth at home to Aston Villa again, newly promoted Bournemouth at home. Sorry to Aston Villa, uh, and they won two 0 which uh, completely bust my coupon. Oh no! Completely bust my yesterday's betting. Then there was another score which followed, completely beating my my coupon strip up. Was Leeds versus Wolves two 0 and then we had two one. I know, my reading's shocking. You can tell I've been in the sun all day. 
And then we had Newcastle versus Nottingham Forest and a Fabian Shaw wonder goal and Callum, Will Callum Wilson's death finish broke newly promoting Nottingham Forest's stubborn resistance at Newcastle United as they opened their Premier League campaign with a deserved victory at St James's Park. Thank you. You can see where the effort went into this week. Yeah. I was I, I mean we can move on now. I'm happy. We don't yeah, have to talk no, about any of I, I'm happy. We had Tottenham four, Southampton one. Southampton went one nil up, which started off my day brilliantly with fantasy football and then it went snow diving <laughs> from there. Um Everton lost uh one nil to Chelsea. Now I have got Everton tipped as relegation strugglers this season. Yeah, yeah. But they looked they looked like they fought for everything yesterday. Um, I watched the game and they didn't stop. They were relentless. They're going to have a problem with scoring goals. Now in League One, I'll catch up with the Vale scores because I know Dave's interested. Exeter beat Port, Port Vale 4-0. Mm, that happened. That was a thing. 4-0. Four, uh, there was goals being given out like confetti down at Exeter yesterday. And Stoke beat Blackpool 2-0. And there's currently a hoverboard taking off outside. Yeah, there's something there. It's an helicopter or something. Today, we've had all the laughs and jokes, Dave. We have. We have. We've had Leicester 2, Brentford 2. Goals from Tony and De Silva, former Newcastle player. Uh, Constant Dewsbury Hall. I'm going to be doing this a lot. With an assist from Madison for Leicester, future Newcastle player. <laughs> we've then had Manchester United 1, <laughs> Brighton 2. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get home. I can't wait to get home to watch Roy Keane rip apart Manchester United. <laughs> I've missed it all day and I've not watched it on purpose just so I can watch the final hour of football. When the football's finished, Dave, I'm no longer watching Manchester United matches for the football. Mm. Do you know just what wa I'm doing? Just watching it for I'm watching Manchester United matches from the 80th minute, right? <laughs> No, I'm not starting. I'm going, right, I want to be losing here. Dunk. And I'm dunking it on and I'm going, oh, 80 minutes in. Oh, it's 2-1 to Brighton. <laughs> and then what I'm doing is pretty much going, right, record on Sky. That'll just watch it from there on in. Because when you get to the end, Roy Keane is in such a... <laughs> he's so Irish. Obviously, he's Irish. But you get what I mean when yeah, he's so yeah, yeah. Irish. When he gets high pit, when he gets angry, he goes high-pitched. Tackled him. Do something to him. And he just gets more and more annoyed. And every season he's getting more annoyed. I personally think the Manchester United football team is trying to get Roy Keane to have a heart attack. I'm pretty certain of it now, Dave. They're horrible to him. And then we had West Ham nil, Manchester City 2, with Haaland scoring two goals. Erling Haaland, the future of the Premier League. Yeah, well, yesterday I took a screenshot of the table and I very nearly sent it to you, just saying, can we stop the league now? Um, because um, Newcastle was sitting fourth. Um, and, and I was like, that's nice. Or the fifth now. Let's stop it now. Yeah, but the fifth now, after today's results, like they're down to fifth. But, um, but, you know, that's fine. Let's just stop now. Yeah, People just stop now. I could, I could stop the league now. No, I couldn't. Tottenham are top. Bournemouth, second. It's no, to Tottenham are <laughs> top, matey. I couldn't. No, I couldn't live with myself. Tottenham. Um, I, I could. I prefer. No, I can't have Bournemouth and Tottenham above us. No. Hey, I tell you one thing. I have noticed. I sent you this link yesterday. Um, Newcastle have got a lot of TV time over the next few weeks. Yeah, right. we've. So Man, Man City on the twenty first. 
it's it's quite funny. So Newcastle, if you live in, if you live on the other side of the world, so if you're in the Saudi way, if you're watching BI in sport, etc., Newcastle are quite a popular. <laughs> they're quite excuse me. They're quite <laughs> they're quite a popular football team. Obviously, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. Uh, their owners, the owners, yeah, 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 yeah. The owners who are spending too much money on golf, if you want my open honest opinion. But anyway, um, but what they are is they're growing in marketability just due to the owners. I mean, if you take a look at our owners, they've got um, they own percentages of Facebook, they own percentages of Twitter. So obviously, the Newcastle brand's going up a bit through the metaverse. Well, I don't know if it's uh, if it's also like like a big just the way that the leagues fell as well and the teams that they're playing <laughs> so like on the 21st the 21st they're playing newcastle yeah and that's on tv that's on sky live yeah obviously on the 28th they're playing wolves but that's also live on sky sports won the cup and won the league no no all premier league five and 25 and 28 so no 21st oh sorry 28th yeah um wednesday the 31st yeah, Liverpool. Yeah, and that's on BT Sport. Yeah, um, Sunday the eleventh of September, West Ham. Yeah, that's on Sky. I'm looking forward to that one. And then we've got a couple of games in October. They're on Amazon Prime Live against Everton. Yeah, um, they're at Tottenham um, uh, on Sky, and then Leicester in December on Amazon Prime again. You always pull, when you're playing against the big teams. You're always on Sky. So it's it's everyone like, wants to watch Erling Haaland. It's. Um, a lot of TV time for Newcastle, and you know what, Claire? I'm going to watch every single match. I enjoy watching um, the matches. So that will be fun. Very I'd, much so fun. I'm um, happy that the football season is back. It's rocking. It's rolling. Um, we had the England ladies football team win the, win the World Cup, which was fantastic. Yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of them busting in the press conference and dancing on the table. Do you table. know what? Right. That I, was you knew I didn't like that, didn't yeah, you? The I, moment you saw it, I I saw it as well. I had no, I kind of had you didn't no issue care, with but them. You weren't clear on it. Well, I kind of, <laughs> I had no issue with them kind of jumping into the press conference room and having a celebratory celebratory dance. Yeah, it was when they jumped on the table and and I, it's fine, you know what I mean. They they were happy, they were celebrating the young, and it's great. But what what made me think? I mean, I didn't care like, but what made me think was if. The men did that. We would that. have got lynched for that. You know what I mean? If Jordan Pickford jumped up on the fucking um, on the on the table while Southgate was trying to do his press conference, like what? Would have got lynched. What would have happened? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I tell you what, though, Cleon. Um, Saying that, if that was the England men's football team and we just win the European Cup, and we wouldn't even get. They wouldn't get close to the press conference. They would have gone. We're going to a conga line in yeah. the press conference, <laughs> drunk, and they would have gone. No, you're not, mate. <laughs> Um, one of the things I'll say about because I watched, you know, we, we spoke about that. We spoke about the Euros while it's been ongoing, and I didn't see any of the group games, but I watched everything from the quarterfinals, and uh, I, I did talk. About <laughs> That's only two games, dude. Semi from the quarterfinals no, 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 I mean, to semi in the final. <laughs> no, no, like, but I watched all of the quarterfinals. Oh right, okay, okay. So four, five, seven games. Like, yeah. you know what I mean. Um, and I did speak about it when uh, when you couldn't do the show about the the four quarterfinal games and how I really enjoyed them. Apart from Sweden, Belgium, was it? Yeah. And it was just oh my god, it was boring. It was so boring. Yeah. And there was part of me that was so happy when 
Sweden scored that last minute goal because <laughs> I'm like, thank God, so thank God for that. I ain't got to watch any more of this. Uh, but nothing that Sweden did in that game worried me about the semi final, and I was right. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and and we both said, well, you said it would be England Germany final. Yeah, yeah. Um, what a rough, scrappy, hands on the. Game. It was like it was dirty. The Germans. The Germans, the Germans went, went to dirty. rough us up a little bit, didn't they? And that was that was that was all they went to do. Um so England so going back into it, we created history by winning the first major women's tournament and a dramatic Euro twenty twenty final against the Germans at Wembley. Um it was substitute Co- Chloe Kelly who poked home was it the second goal? Yeah, 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 yeah. Before she whipped her top off and started spinning that round, <laughs> a lot. Do you know what great. it was? That it was that you could see the top coming off, and then she stopped and she looked at the ref, and it's like, was it a goal? Was it a goal? Is it a goal? Is it a goal? Yes, top off. Top off. <laughs> so, as soon as she did it, I said to Marley, "I'm like, she's going to get booked for that." And it was like a couple of minutes later when play had stopped, the ref booked her yeah. for the celebration. Not taking your top off as well, you silly, silly sod. <laughs> um, uh, striker Alan White, she missed chances left, right, and centre um, before Lucy Bronze was denied with a header. Mm. Leah Williamson had to scramble a corner off the line um, before Toon was introduced to break the Toon, deadlock, yeah. which I found dead funny last week. Um, and it was a great, it was a great advertisement for English football, not for women's football. It was a great advertisement from English football. And the one thing that I loved about the whole, the whole event, quite simply, was the. It's taken for it took the men forty years to try and bring it home, and in the end, a woman had to go and fetch it. Yeah, I thought yeah, that was, was the brilliant. best meme or yeah. the best thing on Twitter that I've read. Yeah. I nearly well, went. Well, get it yourselves. <laughs> I nearly went. I don't need to look at the internet no more. I'm done. Yeah, sod it. That's you that's know, the best it'll get. I would I would quite like to go into a little bit of podcast overtime and discuss women's football with you uh, tonight because I had several questions coming out of that match, uh, and that's the reason that we didn't podcast last week, by the way, because we were both watching the match. So, um, and one of the things we discussed was um, the development of of women's football mm. and something that got brought up all over the internet was can we get paid the same as the men now and Quality. the answer the answer being no because no. you're not bringing the money in so one thing i found out was um the women's super league actually runs at a loss yeah. i don't know if you're aware of this but it runs at a loss and it's only because sky keeps throwing money at it that's no, still going it's still allowed to it still goes yeah um so one of the things i asked you was is it is the onus on the women and women's football to get? I'm not. I'm going to say get better, but that's not what I mean. To like get better, to get more eyes on the product, to get more money into it, or is it up to? Is it up to Sky? Is it up to the media? No, is it up to? No, is it up to the BBC to put more games on TV? And I, you know, you said it was more on the the women's side, but I think it's six or one and a half a dozen of the other because that that match being televised. And this tournament being televised and it being held in England, more eyes have been on that product now. And I'm glad, I'm glad you've asked me. There's more. Yeah. There's, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm glad you've asked me this. There's, there's more. I think there's now more people going. There's more girls going. We can play football. 
Yeah. Now, now, as you know, my daughter, Bo, so ladies and gentlemen of the podcast, I have an eight-year-old daughter who's very, very, very good at football. So I'm going to, I am also the assistant manager to City of Stoke Ladies, assistant manager, co-executive director of football, counter of money, uh, sponsorship, (laughs) (laughs) head of the mint. Uh, raiser of the sponsorship, pretty much any job that you can think in a football team. So anyway, um, now just on the parity of what you're talking between men's and footballs, quite simply, um, every single year the men's football brings an advertising revenue of three billion pound. That's mm-hmm. generated from an average revenue, average match day watch of th- seven hundred eight million. Just so you're aware, an average Premier League football match generates the same amount of people that watch the Super Bowl final. Yeah. There's there's the big and the only difference between the Premier League and every other league in the world. That's the reason why the Premier League has the best players because the most people watch the Premier League. So if you're in Africa, if you're in Pakistan, if you're in the furthest ambers of the world, Watch the Premier League. Do you, uh, America. You do America. You know, watch they, the Premier. America's not uh, the football's not as popular in Northern America, but when when you talk about South America, mm. there's no such thing really as American football there. Yeah, it's mainly football. Yeah, or soccer. Soccer as North America and only North America in certain states call it. So we must all adapt anyway. So. One thing, one, sorry, just on the American thing, the one thing I've noticed there, if you see any kind of celebrity or sportsman or anybody who's American talking about soccer, it's always the Premier League or the Premier League. The Premier League. Yeah, it's always the Premier League. Mm. It's always like, you know, oh yeah, we support Arsenal, we support Manchester City, you know what I mean? It's it's always the Premier yeah. League. It's, you know... Now, in America, you do have women's... The women's football team are on par- parity with the men's fo- yeah. with the men's football players. That's only the women's football league is on parity with the average men's football league in America. Mm. So let me just say these words even slower. You know, when David Beckham was in America, yeah. he's classed as an MVP. Mm-hmm. They're not on parity with the MVPs. No. Nope. Not at all. So the average player, the average MLS player is on about 40, 50k a year. I watched um, I watched Christian Bale scoring a goal. Christian Bale. M- G- MVP, Christian, Gareth Bale. Gareth Bale, Christian Bale. <laughs> um, I, I scored a goal. Scoring a goal in, in, in Major League Soccer. And, yeah. and it was just like, he just walked it past everybody. Yeah, and yeah. What did I, I said this a few years ago. But he can't do the Premier League. Yeah, it's where... It's where um, Stars is where football stars go to end the career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get given a big paycheck because he classed as an MVP yeah, and you go over yeah. there. So, um, what must women do in order to get pay parity with men? Dead simple. You need people to go and watch women's go football. And watch the football. So, yeah. every single person that believes that women should be on parity with men's football or should be paid equally, yeah. need to get off their arse and, this and is come what, and watch us at City yeah. of Stoke Football at Kiln Lane. And this is what Wrighty said at the end of the match, you know what I mean? And you know what? I, I, I loved watching Ian Wright. During, Ian, during Ian Wright's this. very good at stating yeah. the obvious. I yeah. loved watching Ian Wright during this, uh, and Alex Scott during this yeah. um, this tournament. And, uh, and I, the, the passion that they both had at the end of that match as well. And he's right in what he's saying. He was like, you all need to go and watch these teams. Yeah. Go and watch the WSL. Now... The one thing I'll say about that is it's not that simple because I was like, okay, maybe maybe I should 
And then I went and searched teams <laughs> in the in the WSL, and it's like they're all fucking miles away. It's like there's Man United, isn't there? Well, yeah, there's 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 Manchester. That's only up the road. But you could come watch City of Stoke Ladies but, TV play on but Sunday that's at two the thing, o'clock at and, Kiln Lane. And that's what I was going to say. For anybody that wants to support and watch women's football, I guarantee there will be a local women's team. You know what I mean? There will be a local women's team that play every week and train every week yeah. that you can go and show your support to. Port Vale you know I mean? got a women's team. They yeah. play every week. <clears throat> Stoke City have got a women's team. City of Stoke, who have a women's team, play every Sunday at Kiln Park at 2pm, just outside of um, Junction 16. Um, 15, sorry. Um, we do we they we do play here every week. The only way to get the more eyes and the, and the more money into the pot mm-hmm. is simply by going and Go supporting and support the teams. You come watch. You bring seven hundred people. Come watch the women's football. You pay three pound a head to get it in, and I'll bring you better players in. Yeah, and I'll, that's the I'll, thing. I'll bring you better players in. Do you know Go. why? Because you're giving me budget. The yeah. reason men's football is so popular in the Premier League yesterday. Sorry, across England, across. England, yeah, nine point seven million people left the house to go and watch a football match. Mm-hmm. Dead simple. And, and and you know what? When you actually see the the wages that these women are on, it's it's pennies. Some of them uh, get paid nothing in the the women's super league. The pay reflects. You know what I mean? But the pay and so these these women. They're in it for the passion. They're in it because they want to play football. There's not money being made in this. Mm. You know what I mean? And and I think back now, because I, I was unaware of the women's international game, you know what I mean? And I, look, and I look back at them highlights of 2009 where they got destroyed by Germany. Yeah. And then women at the time, like, were they were paying for their own travel. They didn't have training. They were going across the park opposite where they live and doing runs yeah. and stuff, you know what I mean? It's like, it was an amateur sport mm-hmm. and now it's professional. Now there's money getting into it and the only way, if you want to support women's football, you want to see this England team only get better, if you want to see them perform in the, in the World Cup mm-hmm. in a couple of years' time, go watch them. What, what, go what, watch them. The thing that needs to be kept away from it is sentences is like sentences like... The men's side should fund the women's football. Yeah. That that's where I watched the England. Now I loved the football on Sunday. Absolutely loved it. Went watch it. Woke up on the Monday morning, dead high. Went watch it with my daughter. Had a fantastic time. Yada 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 mm-hmm. yada yada yada. The England team are celebrating in Trafalgar Square. Woman presenter at the front, all big smiles. Yeah. And what we need to do is start discussing parity with men. See you. Tally off. That was that was my interest completely gone. Now, because you're just asking for it, one, one, you're demanding it. With you being you being the football guy at the two hours, this is something else I was going to ask you uh, about the um, comparability of the um, skills of the players. So, when you watch England women's football, and the, you know, there's eleven people on the pitch. That is at that moment in time, that is the best eleven. English footballers, you know, in in the country, yeah, uh, playing in that team, right? Now, I I want to kind of talk about rugby in regards to this because I've I was a big fan of rugby union for many years, loved watching mm. international rugby, um, and because I loved watching international rugby, I start I thought to myself, you know what, I'm going to start watching club rugby, I'm going to start watching rugby premier yeah. premiership like. And I had a friend who supported Sale Sharks, and he used to go up. When, this is when they played at Edgley Park. He used to go to Edgley Park and watch them. And, and I spent a season watching club rugby, and I didn't enjoy it anywhere near as much 
because the games weren't as good because the players weren't as good because the 15 best players in England played in that international team yeah. but then 15 players all played for different teams and the caliber of the matches the quality of the matches wasn't as good mm. so I've never watched women's super league you know what I mean um would I don't know if you've watched it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. would that be a similar thing? You know, when when it comes down to club level and women's football, are the matches as good as the internationals? Or the better the team? Or does the quality reduce? It's the same as it's the same as the Premier League. The kind of the better the team, the better the, the quality, yeah. the better the football player, the better the standards. So you you kind of start we're starting hmm. to see through. So. The Newcastle United women's team, they're taking a massive foothold because the Geordies are a bit nuts. And as you know, when anyone says we're putting a Newcastle United match on, if it's a Newcastle United five-a-side match on, then that goes on at St. James's Park. We've put 40,000 in it. We're like, well, we've opened it. We've got to put 40,000 people in it now. Hmm. So that uh, when Newcastle did their first women's football match at home, it was the largest capacity for any football match that has ever hosted a women's game. Yeah. Because that's just what, we're like up there we're a bit daft we love us football um and then so the more people that the more times they host a football match at st james's park that'll generate your revenue that'll pay for your players blah 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 women's football is still purest yeah it's still pure women's football is exactly the same as i remember football when i was 13 Right. It's exactly the yeah. same game I remember when I was 13 mm -hmm. before all this bullshit got involved with it. Yeah. And when I say, people go, oh, you sound miserable when you're talking football. I don't talk about football with disdain. I talk about football with shame because I have 19-year-old lads, 18-year-old lads who haven't even completed a season and they're thinking about, I'm going to ask someone be my agent and I'm going to do this. and Crap, football player. And you're going to ask people be your mm. agent and everything else. Men's football's lost its soul. Women's football right now is completely pure. Yeah, and it's there's still, no there's agents still the involved. And the and... Everyone's lumping into everybody. There's no referees. If you watch the women's football game, how many shoulders to shoulders did you see? Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. they were getting the next, the other player was just getting wiped out because she mm -hmm. wasn't powerful enough. When have you ever seen that in men's football and it not be a foul? Every bloody time yeah. it's a foul. Yeah, yeah. And like I've said, that's why I'm so into this football because it's pure still. Yeah. And if it's pure, you can bring in as many tactics as you want mm -hmm. and it'll be completely pure and no one sees it. And they see it as a bit like, wow. And with It's brilliant. With regards to the, the, the level of quality in the game, now I enjoyed that final. And, you know, I, I'm not, like I say a million times, I'm not a massive football fan, but... When I enjoy a game, I enjoy a game. And yeah. I enjoyed that final. I, I was very yeah, yeah, entertaining. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I also enjoyed Port Vale and Mansfield. You know what I mean? In the yeah, playoff so you, final. Are you trying to gauge where yeah. the women's quality is? So, yeah, this is... And, and going on that meme, which I thought was the best thing I'd ever seen, when you know men have been saying for 40 years it's coming home and then the women go, we'll get it ourselves. Yeah. If you were to put the England men's team against the German women's team... Would that be the equivalent of like Man City versus Wrexham? No, it'd be the equivalent of putting the England team against my football team. Right. <laughs> so be nice. the, the caliber, many goals. Yeah, it will be as many goals until England decided until. And I'm not, and I don't want 
any I negative. I don't want any negativity. I don't no, want any hate. Of, I don't want none of that coming back. If any of the girls who I coach listen to this, this is just, it's not an honest opinion. This is fact. Mm. It would be like lambs to the slaughter. Yeah. And that's not because, that's not because of anything else. It's just women's football is all technical. It's mm. technical. If you women pass better, um, the only difference is they don't they don't pass as strong. Yeah. So it doesn't go over the same amount of distance. They don't pass as ping as far. So yeah. it doesn't go over the same amount of distance. And it doesn't shoot as hard. And we don't tackle <clears> as hard. I, I said this about Vale and Mansfield. I enjoyed that game, you know what I mean? And it was a lower league game, you know, and I thought mm. it was fantastic. I also really enjoyed the England-Germany game. And there was so many times during that match where there was a bit of a sloppy pass. And you you wouldn't have seen that in like the Premiership, yeah, you know what I mean? It, there was a bit of a sloppy pass. There was a bit of a dodgy tackle. There was a bit of you know, and but I like that in a game, you know what I mean? And and I I like that kind of the, the way a football match plays out when you know you know if if somebody gets in the Premier, you're watching the Premier League, some, somebody gets the ball and they pass the ball, you know it's going where it needs to go. Yeah, yeah the yeah, other yeah. player is going to get that ball. It's very rare they, yeah. they make Whereas massive cock ups. Watching yeah. that game, it's <laughs> if like, you watch Man United today for the wow, first twenty yeah. minutes, you'd be like, what? <laughs> Whereas you know, watching that women's game, it's like, oh, she's going to have to pass there, and I don't know if that ball's going to make it. And uh, and I thought it was brilliant, and I yeah. would love to see the women's game get better and improve and have more eyes on it mm. and be able to fill bigger stadiums. You know what I mean? Put it this way. If I was 23 right now, Dave, I'd be identifying myself as a woman. Quick <laughs> um, yeah, I would, I would love, I would love for the game to I'd improve. Crushing this league. I would love for these women to be paid more. And like you said, I would, I would. the only way we can do that. And I think when I said, is the onus on, on the women's super league or is it on the media i think it's on everybody we all need to play that it's part. on the media to promote and it's, yeah. it's on it's on everybody so it's on the media to promote it and it's on people to attend i'll be funny right they're that's getting, where the two lie it should never paid. lie it should never lie the answer in football should never be why didn't we get the premier league pay for it the answer should never be in yeah. that football's a self-funding business what they're getting paid for fuck all so they can't. The rights to air these games can't cost that much money, to the point where you know ITV couldn't just grab a few games from the season. Yeah. And I know, I know Sky have funded it all. You know what I mean? You're, talk, but, you're talking about that. So for the ITV, they had how many millions of people watching it? How many did people, millions of people watched it for the tournament? What was your bonus to the England team? What? Yeah. How much do you get paid, Ian? Was BBC? Uh, how much are you getting paid, but... Ian? Right. It, uh, how much are you getting paid, Alex? I'm not being nasty, but it's, it's okay to talk. And it can't. It, it, surely the TV rights and the grand scheme of things, though, can't cost that much. You know, in comparison to um, you know to the men's well, game, must make a fair one. You know what I mean? So buy get get it on some other channels so you don't have to have a Sky Sports subscription to watch it. You know what I mean? Get it on. You know, fucking Amazon Prime. They put football on. Put some women's games on as well. It doesn't make Put money. Put games on, on as well. But you've got not, to have the people yeah. watching it in order to have the thing, but it's you're not, not going to get them to go cart before horse. Yeah, it's not going to make money until more people know about it. I just think somebody needs to take the leap of faith. And no, go, no, you find me. Yeah, you find I know, me. I know, it's an ideal world. A, a, a it's, television company yeah. that's going to say, go on, I'll give you a couple of billion, let's have a gamble. Yeah. It's ideal world. You're it's never all ideal it, world, right? but it would just be nice for. for somebody to go you know what for the christmas weekend 
the New Year weekend, whatever, we're, we're going to buy the rights to some women's games and we're going to air them on, on whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, it would be fantastic. We're going to back it with money. Even but, bloody BBC Red Button will do. <laughs> if you back it with money, you will never, ever, it'll only get backed with money for the season once. Football is 150 odd years old. We've been professional for God knows how long. We've tried every trick in the bloody book. Can you remember Santana Sports? Satanta. Satanta Sports. Yeah, 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 they tried all that. Let's throw a load of money at it and hope for the I best. I like Satanta. Yeah, you yeah. don't get very far though, did he? No, 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 the slightest. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, ESPN. ESPN. No, ESPN's still going. No, I mean in... In, in the UK? In the UK, yeah. So Satanta... Um, Eurosport, that's gone off the, off the boil and all, hasn't it? No, that's still... Going all right. Paramount own that, so they're going all right. Eurosport is. They, they've got the, all the bloody Olympics again. Oh, so um, uh, no, Satanta failed. Then ESPN started the ESPN UK channel, and then that failed, and that's when BT Sport came in. So BT Sport launched BT Sport One, BT Sport Two, BT Sport HD, 4K, BT Sport Three, and BT ESPN or whatever it's yeah. called. So. Which I think just does like the American stuff. Well, they've um, they've they've tried and tested starting these new TV programs and everything else. Throw money at it, it just doesn't work. They've got to people have got to take the leap. So all the Karens, this is a message going to you and all the Garys. I find out that it's Karen and Gary. Don't say women should be paid more. Women should be this. Women should be that. Go out, get yourself up take your kids and go and support your local women's football team and if you can't find a good one i'll give you one city of stoke football team ladies if you want to follow us on instagram city of stoke ladies football it's on there come and watch uh, us i do actually have a list of um of women's super league on the tv um and it is split between Sky, BBC, and the FA Player. So I'd imagine that's some kind of online subscription, no FA subscription. What the FA Player is, but there's man. only, this is September, this is just for September. Uh, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's seven live games over the BBC and over Sky. Um and uh, on the TV, but I don't know what the FA player is. Um, <clears throat> Must be an app that you get through the yeah, FA. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, go support your local women's teams if that's what I, you want. If you want more money in the game, if you want the women to be paid more, then go and go watch it. It's the only way to go promote it. It's the only way to get it you done. I mean? uh, speaking of which, as well, we'll, we'll wrap up on this note. Uh, when... When uh, the match was being played, I was flicking through Facebook and I got a sponsored advert for um, Apple TV. No, for women's uh, <laughs> for the England women's team versus is it Luxembourg? Yeah, uh, at Stoke uh, at the Brit. When's that? Uh, September. Um, it, it's not called the Brit anymore, is it? Uh, is it still the Bet Three Six Five or is it the Stoke City Stadium now? I don't know. Cool season um, for me. So, yeah, Eng- England women versus, I think it's Luxembourg, at uh, Stoke in September. And I was like, oh, that, that might be worth it, just up the road. Yeah. And I was going to drop you a text and say, oh, do you fancy this? Maybe, you know, take, yeah, take, take bow like. And, um, and 
I left it a couple of days and then I went on to actually get tickets. Now, I, I checked during the match how much the tickets were. It's 15 quid for an adult's ticket and I think it's £2.50 for a child's ticket. Yeah. It's fucking nothing, right? Literally, when they won the Euros, sold out. 20,000 tickets sold within 24 hours. Wow. <laughs> 20,000. And they've had to stop. They've had to put a stop on the tickets, and they're going to release some later release on this some month. Later on, otherwise, um, demand. Yeah. So, um, if and when they release the tickets, maybe we should go because it's literally five minutes up the road. <laughs> And go watch the women's game. 20,000 tickets like 20, that. 20,000 gone. I hope it's not a flash in the pan because they won They won one match against Germany and everybody went, we love women's football now. It, it, I hope it's not a flash in the pan. It won't be a flash in the pan. We've got a very, very good England team. And to be honest with you, Dave, the future of women's football is secure now. I train probably every Sunday on average between 60 and 70 kids in football cool. every, single, every single Sunday morning. And out of them, 60, 70 kids, I'd say a good 30% of me young ladies. Mm -hmm. I also see the turn of the wheel with young women coming into football. The academies, that's Vale have got, the academy Stoke have got. I think the future of women's football is in good hands. I also think we're, we're in the next 10 years, we'll see a freak. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. there'll be one of them freaky freaky football players that just, that's just, just that yeah, good. That good. That good because yeah. girls are now in can cope corporate corporate they're in blended teams with boys mm. as well. They're yeah. playing schools, in women's leagues and schools let, are doing that. Let girls play football. School schools just need to put it on PE lessons. But not just football. If you want me to start on schools, let's just let's just ditch football. You can't learn how to play an instrument until you're in like year four of primary school. That's wrong. Scale that back. Hmm. Ethan's learning guitar for a week now, for a year. Why can't he learn it in a lower year? Oh, not all kids will do it, but that's not the point. Hmm. The point to excel is for those kids who can to have the opportunity to, hmm. not to go, well, for 80% they can't be bothered, so we're not going to bother with this resource. That's the idle way out. I suppose they could do it by way of uh, extra curricular activities. Is that right? They could. Yeah. Yeah, it's a cup of cheese. It's coffee to me. Yeah. Fortune in guitar lessons. Yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah, um, be good. But they, that that's. I think schools are wider thing because I think schools become a bit um, old. Mm -hmm. I think the English practices, not just English practices. I think English practices are merry. The entire Western world, our school practices are very very old. Or let's say the English speaking countries. Yeah, and schools have gone from looking like a place of education to a like a prison. You go walk around Margaret Ward and yeah. Haywood High now. They don't look like a school no more. It looks like a prison camp. Um, CCTV outside, yeah. high walls, cages. We can we can get into the debate. We'll do about this another like day. Another day, but um, that yeah. that needs to be scaled back and thought out along hard enough. And there then are a few things. There are a few things about especially high schools that I don't agree with, and uh, I'm happy to say that this year. Um, one of the schools that I know of has changed. Uh, it's a uniform policy that they've changed, and I'm very happy about it. But like you say, we can get on to we'll that. We'll get on to that next week. Another, another time next week. Um, anyway, let's uh, let's wrap her up for another week. Um, a big thank you to people that have stuck with us. I know we uh, 
we did a, a one-off show with just me babbling nonsense. It was beautiful, Dave. I enjoyed we, uh, it. And then we missed a week. Um, but yeah, we're back. And uh, so thanks for sticking around. And if you don't follow or subscribe to the podcast, then why not? It's dead easy. Whatever app you use to listen to podcasts, just hit that button that allows you to get us in your inbox or whatever it's called every Monday morning. Um, I know on, on Spotify it's follow. Uh, on other apps it's subscribe but just follow us and subscribe to us if you enjoy listening to the show um not that i really check the numbers anymore but it does mean a lot to us to know that uh, you guys are supporting us in that way so give us a like give us a follow give us a subscribe share us about tell your friends about us tell your family about us uh, and follow us on social media on twitter it's at shinglers list pc uh, you can follow me on twitter at shinglers underscore listening you can follow cleon at kl Bewley. on instagram it's shinglers underscore list and kl buley five you guys are awesome and we will see you next time